Welcome back to Misfits and Tidbits. If only I had to burp. I just ruined that. The siren. Oh yeah, also that ruined that. No, that's okay. I just needed to crack this beer. All right. Okay. Welcome back. It's been a it's been a time. To be alive. What a time to be alive. How are you doing today? How am I doing today? It's been a very like non-monumental day. Mm-hmm. But I'm not bad. Got some stuff done. Felt productive. Worked out. Read. Did the stuff. Good. How I, are you? I'm fine. I'm in pain today. Been having pain issues. Yeah, you have been. Turn 30 and your whole body just starts hurting. 30, 30. 30. God damn it. It was right there. <laughs> I, I had it. I was almost there. I'm really upset that you said that before me. <laughs> we kind of said it at the same time. Yeah. It's the old age. It's the old age. I'm not as, I'm not as fast and yeah. swift as I, as I once was. And I'm, I'm the fastest, swiftest, youngest person of all time. Oh, that's true. God damn it. We get it. We get it. You're swift. Oh, we're talking about? No, we're talking about the uh, the, the sirens. sirens, the sirens in the sea. We get it. You have an emergency. You gotta be so loud about it. <laughs> Jesus, we have a podcast that we're filming here. Hey, I'm filming here. So inconsiderate. So inconsiderate. Huh. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if you're unfamiliar with our faces and voices. Um, I'm Ethan, and this is Juni. Juno. 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 Um, and we're gonna host you through this wonderful trip down Alien Lane. That's really what this podcast. Should I've, have been, I've been told that this Alien Lane. I, I said that last time. Whatever we said last time. Holy misfits was the one that I said that, that yeah. the podcast should have been called, mm-hmm. but. But but the podcast really should have been called Alien Lane. Yeah. Also, I always get like nervous when I say something that we've said in the past because I'm like, oh, that's not out yet, but it With will all- be out by the time, by the time that this, this is out. out. Yeah. yeah so also be out. whatever. Uh, speaking of things we've said in the past, I and we were just talking about. I think um, we should start a side po- another podcast only about aliens, not called Alien Lane, but it's the um, always. Always, sometimes, probably. What is it? Say it again. Almost always, probably aliens. Almost always, probably aliens. Yes. Where we just talk about things, and um, you know, we our conclusion is always that it's aliens. This is gonna sound so dumb, and you might have to cut this. So you might have to cut this. I'm not gonna cut this. That's your that's your cue. I'm not gonna cut it. I was thinking about starting a Twitch channel, a true crime Twitch channel, uh huh, called Fit for Murder, uh huh, and every week or whatever however often i do it i mm-hmm. like pick out an outfit and i like describe my outfit and then i just go into a true crime case it's really good fit for murder i'm only gonna cut that because someone's gonna steal that idea that's exactly why i was gonna say i might <laughs> want you to cut it but damn <laughs> tam 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 um but yeah anyway um i'm shaking a lot and ethan's getting freaked out so I'm gonna it just makes it makes me i know anxious, anxious. so um in case you are new here, like Ethan said, that's who we are, but we are here to deliver a bunch of nonsense to you 
should hopefully make sense by the time we're finished with the episode. We have a lot of curiosities and things that we would like to know more about. So we do research on them and then we tell you all about them. And hopefully you think it's funny and interesting and you want to come back next week and the week after and the week after until the very second that your uh, first son is born. And then you'll probably take a couple weeks off because you have to take care of your son and then you'll come right back. For all you <laughs> listeners, new and old, even your newly born sons, um, if you are listening and or watching, please go to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and review. Let us know what you think. Even um, go to YouTube, watch our YouTube videos, and um, you know, leave us some comments. Engage in the conversation around whatever um, the, this week's alien topic is and next week's alien topic. We're at least going to mention aliens for the next few weeks, or at least we did in the past few weeks. I'm going to mention tonight. aliens every single time. And Marvel. I was just going to say, you're going to mention Marvel for four. Right. <laughs> oh, you like Marvel, so like, what are you complaining about? I don't love Marvel. So? Like, I don't think it's necessary for us to bring it up all the time. I don't. It, it's it's a reference. I don't like. I don't bring it up just out of nowhere. No, I really think that you put like in your brain. You're like, as soon as I say the topic, you're like, where can I marvel into this? I don't know what you're gonna say ever. You just say things that pertain to Marvel references. Oh, you're saying I'm not predictable? No, I'm not. No. Fuck yeah, that's really nice. Be predictable. People are boring, and I like to not be predictable. Like I like to keep things interesting and not be like, boo. I mean, you know? I can't but, predict like, anything anybody's gonna say ever. You kind of can. We can at least predict what we're going to say, and it ends up being the same thing a lot like, of the time. Yeah, but that's different than, like, I don't know what your research is. I don't know the comment. Like, I don't know what you're going to say. But when, like, when a reference happens, it's not because I know what you're going to say. It's just, like, something triggers, you know, it sparks something in my brain. And it's uh, Marvel's always on my brain, so it always is the first reference that comes to mind. On kind of three, think of, or say out loud what you're thinking. Okay. Ready? Okay. One, two, three, go. Tuna salad. Damn it. Plus, <laughs> basically the same thing. They smell the same. Gross. <laughs> if your ass smells like tuna salad, I think you should go to a doctor. If your tuna salad smells like ass. I think you should go to a doctor. <laughs> I think you should eat that ass. Anyway. Um, Did you know that with... No, you're Juno. Oh, nice. Did you know that with covid when you lose your scent and stuff you can get this like secondary not like just dis- it's not a disease but it's just like dysfunction of your superpowers um where everything smells like rotten eggs and instead so of not, getting your scent back so not a superpower no that sounds terrible yeah good good news for sergio he just can't smell anything it's true <laughs> he hasn't been able to smell for a long time for why He's broken. I'm broken. <laughs> That's so weird. My nose has been like stopped since I was a kid. My friend Henry also has that same thing. He like always talked about going to get his nose fixed. I don't. I mean, not like you know, just so he could smell. But literally, he just like. I mean, smell. I feel like that is being fixed. Like when you can yeah. Do I mean, it seems yeah. That seems like it's a, a pretty you know basic function for your nose. A central function. <laughs> yeah, and if it doesn't work, I, I would consider that being fixed. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, He's also colorblind, so I mean, he's, he's all over the place. Sergio, not yeah, Henry. No, Sergio, yeah. 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 My wrist makes a noise, too, when I move it in a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's more, but... Yeah, I mean, there's more. I'm also broken in many other ways, but let's not go into it. He also was dropped on his head as a kid and has six toes, so... I dropped him. 
Do I have six toes because I was dropped in the market? <laughs> Those yeah. are independent, that- but yes, let's okay. just say yes. <laughs> I've been looking for answers my whole life. Oh, anyway. That's it. Anyway. So we don't, that's not all we talk about here. We talk about cool things too. Yeah, like aliens. And we don't talk about things that like you would learn in school necessarily. Like we'll talk a lot about true crime and we'll talk a lot about like paranormal things. And we'll talk a lot about things that they don't teach you in school that they probably should, or that they should talk more about. So if you're nervous that you're just going to be sitting through a bunch of classroom lectures, when you listen to this podcast, we have good news for you. That's not what this is. We uh, clearly, I mean, if you made it this far in this episode, a lot more fuck words than, (laughs) than in a, than a usual class. They need more fucks in school. Not like more like I think that they do. I I think that kids could stand to give more fucks. Well, yeah, that too. I meant like not more. You know, people we would I consider a fuck. Oh, we don't need more gotcha. fucks in school, but we need more, more more of the word fuck yes. in school. I'd pay attention a lot more if they were just saying fuck all the Me time. Me too. They were just fucking all the time. Also, if they were fucking all the time, I'd probably pay attention. I don't think I would. I would. Anyway, two types of people in the world. And they're right here in front of you. What are you going to say? One. Two. And Junie Toonie. <laughs> One and Junie Toonie. Okay. Okay. What are we doing? All right. So uh, the topic for this week is conspiracy. Conspiracy. And it's a top seven. <laughs> Another seven. Listen, it wasn't supposed to be a seven, but it just turned out to be seven. Top seven aliens. Yes, the top seven aliens of all time. I'm going to call that aliens. It was aliens that made it seven again. It is. Yeah. It's literally the last, the very last one is just aliens. In general? Yeah. So we're going to be talking for six years. I mean, there's a whole show called Ancient Aliens that goes, has been going forever. What about modern aliens? When are we doing the dwarves? Oh, the seven? (laughs) I was like, what are we talking? The top, sw- the top seven dwarves of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Hobbits don't count. Okay, we ready? Yeah. Okay. Wait, 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 it's conspiracy? Yes. The whole, the whole, wait. You haven't given me the topic, right? No. Okay. I've given you the category, I the guess. The category is, because I was like, is it just conspiracy in general? And aliens? Um, all right, give me the topic. Hit me with it. I can't. What? Hold on. Oh, you're chewing. This is Junie's Chewing Hour, where Junie chews and I choose to say these words because I don't know what else to talk about. Perfect. There you go. All right. Yeah, you know, in theory, boba is not the best drink for a podcast, but I'm not going to not do it because they get their fun drinks and I need my fun drink. And this is like my favorite thing of all time. So what are you going to do? Sit here and listen to Junie's Chewy Junie Hour. Chewy. Junie Chewy Hour. All right. So today we're going to be talking about the Denver International Airport conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah. Shout yeah. out to uh, my, my very good friend, Alex, who recommended this. I was like, this week, I just I had a lot going on and I was really busy at work and I just like did not have it in me to like sit down and do something like historical or something that really required me to like give it three days in my full attention. So 
I was like, man, I can't think of anything. And he's like, worst comes to worst. You can just always do DIA conspiracy theories. And I was like, how have I never thought about that? So yeah, I love the everything surrounding that airport. Yes, it's yeah. So I give you some not like history, but I give you some facts about DIA to give you get you a little bit acquainted with it. And then I jump into the conspiracy theories, which of which there are seven. Are you going to mention the like the the construction stuff that they put up in the airport at one point? I don't think so. Like you know, when airports like have like storefronts or whatever under construction, like parts, they'll have like just like it'd be like a wall, and usually like like an advertisement or whatever on it. I have one of those. Are you talking about like DIA feeding into the conspiracy theories? Yeah, Yeah. I have one of those, but but yes, I I can talk more about that. That's for sure. Just wondering if you had it. I do talk a lot about how DIA has capitalized on on this. So fantastic. So this is this might be a little bit of a shorter episode, although the conspiracy theories have some dense information. I didn't have like as much noted as I usually do. So it might be a little bit short, but definitely interesting, definitely exciting. And I was super excited to jump in. So let's jump in. Cool. My sources this week are the Denver Post, Wikipedia, Thrillist, Travel and Leisure, and Uncover Colorado. Okay. Okay. So, Denver International Airport is the largest airport in North America by land area and the second largest in the world. I didn't know that. That fucked me up because I grew up in Colorado. I didn't know we had the fucking second largest uh, airport in the world. And I mean, you wouldn't think it's that big because it's out in the middle of nowhere. So like it is. Yeah. It looks like it's just this little part of, you know, land in this massive sea of land. And like, I don't know if anybody's anybody's ever been there. <laughs> I don't know if you've been there, but if you haven't, like when I was growing up as a kid, whenever we would go to the airport to like pick up. I was going to say treasure. Um, what are they called? Family members, what are they called? Not treasure. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? What are family members called? Mom, dad, sister, no. brother, cousins. I, I have no, you said no, you went from treasure like, to family members. I know. There's another word for like family members, though. It's not coming to me. No. I can't find it. Anyway, when you go to the, you know, the airport to pick up family members uh-huh. and stuff for like holidays or like I went I went on my first airplane when I was eight, but whenever Relatives! That's the fucking word I was looking for. Relatives. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's been a long week. I told you that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, what I was saying is the airport has like a white pointed roof. It just like is a very many points. It looks like circus tents, basically, just like a bunch of tents all together. And it's just, it's, it is really fucking huge. And it even has like an underground terminal, not terminal, underground, uh, like tram station thing. So I I know that other airports have tram systems, but like in LAX, when you get dropped off, you're dropped off basically right in front of your terminal. Whereas when you go to DIA, you go to DIA, you go to security, and then you have to take an underground, like subway train thing to your actual, like, concourse which there's concourses a b and c and then once you get to your concourse then you have to find your terminal so it's like a lot of travel within the airport just to get to where you need to be whereas like to be fair lax is a trash airport with trash design i so strongly disagree 
I think it's like the airport sucks to get to and leave from. But when you're dropped off there, it's like you're just dropped off in instantly at your gate. And it's so nice. That's true. Um, whereas the DIA, it's like you have to figure so much shit out just to get to where you need to be that you're like, I'm going to fuck one part of this up. I'm going to go to A when I should have been at C. Then I'm going to go to B when I should have been at C. And then I'm finally going to make it to C and not be able to find my gate. Like, it's a lot. So it is a pretty big airport was all I was trying to say. It is very large. <laughs> I just don't think it's as complicated. Like, it's all of fucking signs, people. I mean, I've never got lost in there, but still, I Neither can see I. if some people can. I see how some people get lost anywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. People are dumb. Um, yeah, like our fucking Postmates drivers, when we give them literally step-by-step instructions on how to get here, park, get in the building, and come up to our door. Anyway, um, it is the second largest airport in the world behind King Fahd International Airport and Mom Saudi Arabia. King what? King Fahd, F-A-H-D. That's crazy. Yeah. And that's also an international airport. So I have a quote here uh, from DIA's website that says, Denver International Airport is the 20th busiest airport in the world and the fifth busiest airport in the United States. With 69 million passengers traveling through the airport in 2019, Denver, like D-E-N, Denver Airport is one of the busiest airline hubs in the world's largest aviation market. Den is the primary economic engine for the state of Colorado, generating more than $33.5 billion for the region annually. Jeez. Yeah. I actually never really thought about how much an airport does for, like, the economy economy of, like, that. Also, with over 35,000 employees, the airport is the largest employer in Colorado. Makes sense. It's a big fucking place. Yes. And it How is How many of those employees are aliens? All of them. Actually, half of our aliens, half are lizard people. Um, okay. Anyway. Which are also aliens. Um, the airport is located on the western ridge of the Great Plains and within sight of the front range of the Rocky Mountains. So it's literally like you got you got your mountains here, you got your Denver like here, and then you have your fucking DIA way in the middle of fucking nowhere, just in the plains, like right almost to get into the border to fucking Kansas in the middle of nowhere. Again, I'm going to specify it's yeah, it's awful. And like the only people that live out there are the people that work at the fucking airport. And then if you do work out there or live out there and you have to like drive into the city for like work and stuff, it's the worst. I don't understand why it's like in the middle of nowhere and why it's called Denver when it's not even like in Denver. I mean, it has direct access. The, the train goes directly to Denver. Now it does. It didn't always. Train is new. Anyway, so we have, quote, we have a CEO, Kim Day, who really embraces the conspiracy ideas, said Heath Montgomery, who we are going to talk about several times within this. So whenever I mention Montgomery, it's this Heath Montgomery fella. Mm-hmm. He's the senior public information officer for DIA. And he went on to say, we decided a few years ago that rather than fight all of this and try and convince everybody that there's nothing really going on, let's have some fun with it. Just hide in plain sight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or fucking get naked in plain sight. They were fucking like flailing that shit around. They're really into it. Well, yeah, but that's the point of hiding in plain sight. You, You play into it. So like it's right there. It's right in front of you. You think it's all of it, but it's not all of it. There's still stuff behind, but you don't notice it because it blends in so well. 
most, I guess I kind of see what you're saying. Like hiding in plain sight is like, doesn't mean like being. No, hiding in plain sight doesn't mean being out in the open. It means like. If someone's looking for a book, you hide it in a bookshelf. Yeah. If someone's looking plain for. Plain sight. Out, plain sight is the open. Not. It's like you hide it naturally, not fucking put a red flag on it. Well, yeah, but in in that is Denver Denver Airport's natural like habitat because all these conspiracies. Hiding it in plain sight would mean not taking things down for DIA. What they're doing is putting up billboards that say "We have aliens here," which is yeah. not plain sight. Yeah. No. If you think that's plain sight, leave a comment in the section below. <laughs> Am, if I'm right, like by playing into it, they He's they right. ease the tension of like all the you know all the eyes on them, which I just don't think fits that saying. It's fair. That's it. I 100 percent agree with what you're saying, and it's so fucking funny We're that they're spending do a lot that. of time on this. Anyway, most of the theories are so laughable. And easily disproved that DIA is happy to weaponize them as marketing tools, which was a quote from the Denver Post article that I read. So let's dive into the seven conspiracy theories of the Denver International Airport. We're going to start with secret societies. This, my dear friend, is a plaque that I'm going to tell you a lot about. Yeah, it's right before my birthday, but like not my birthday. But like a birthday. Yeah. You're cool. Turning four. It's turning three. Turning three. Oh, 91. You're right. You're right. What'd I do? Can I do this? No, I can't. Okay. Hold on. I almost Sorry. always probably am. Nice. Do this and do. Okay. What's going on? All righty. All right. So. The secret, the secret society conspiracy says that Freemasons, a centuries-old secret society, has controlled the airport since it opened. It has. Freemasonry, in case you don't know, describes itself as, quote, a beautiful system of morality veiled in allegory and illustrated by symbols. Oh, and also no girls allowed. I'm out. <laughs> it's a it's a fraternity and it's a very exclusive fraternity and they have a lot of money. My uh my stepdad when I was growing up was a Freemason. He's the reason why I have USAA. Anyway. <laughs> sick. <laughs> so sick. I don't know. People always freak out when I say that he's a Freemason because they're like, did he have a lot of money? And like, I mean, we had a nice house. <laughs> anyway. The reason I just love the the fact that it's like he's the reason I have USAA. It's like it's nice. That's the only perk that I got. It's like he didn't. I don't know if he had a lot of money, but I did get left with one perk from that marriage. Cool. The reason people think that Freemasons have run the airport is because there's a dedication plaque, the plaque that you just saw at the airport's south entrance, dated March 14, 1994 which contains a time capsule and bears the symbol of the Freemasons, as well as a reference to the New World Airport Commission. So nobody knows what's in the time capsule. That's what one uh, source said. It said, but there are many theories abound pertaining to the secrets or clues that might be locked underneath. Aliens. Um, Which that was from Uncovered Colorado. But then the Denver Post said the time capsule to be opened in 2094 contains coins, 
assigned opening day ball from Chorus Field, Mayor Wellington, Webb's sneakers, and a few Blackhawk Casino tokens, among among other items, which Blackhawk Casino is in um, like Blackhawk, Colorado, which is the um, gambling town of Colorado. What are the other items? I know, yeah. And also... That's that's a that's, that's all, like that's the most normal shit that you could like. Put it's all in. it's all cloaking. They're like it's all just this normal stuff, and then other stuff like it's like it's like on uh, food packaging where it's like and other flavors, or like, right? Exactly. And, and natural flavors. Like what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, yeah. What am I right? eating? And other artificial flavors, and you're yeah. like, what? Yeah. So strange markings have also been noted around the airport, which are supposedly secret or alien language. Which is a conspiracy because the strange markings are actually Navajo language characters and they are references to other airport artists. Got it. I have a quote here that says uh, the capstone was part of the pre-opening festivities. That's from Montgomery. He says it's a time capsule that's sealed with two pieces of granite that the Masons made. Unfortunately, people connect the Freemasons with the Illuminati and secret societies and all of that stuff. We do have two Masonic symbols on here because the Masons actually made it for us. It's not uncommon to have the Masons to be a part of a large public facility opening like an airport. I don't buy it. Yeah. So it also says the theory also says that the airport has ties to the New World Order, because if you can remember on the plaque itself, it said that there was a reference to the New World Airport Commission. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what the New World Order is... Sorry, do you want to stop for this siren? Yes. It's very distracting. Sorry. We get it. Emergency. So, it also says that the airport has... Can you repeat that last part? New World Order. That's literally, that's what I was doing. Got it. I did. Yeah. Thank you. It also says that the airport has ties to the New World Order because if you remember... Uh, the plaque that is there with the Freemason symbol also has a reference to the New World Airport Commission, mm-hmm. which those two things don't have any association, but people make them have an association because they both have New World in it. But if you don't know what the New World Order is, as I didn't, it's a conspiracy theory which hypothesizes a secretly emerging totalitarian world government and supposedly has ties to Nazism. Checks out. Uh, the theory even goes as far as to say that the airport's runways are built to remember us resemble, excuse me, a swastika from above, which people are like, yeah, if you like, you know, close one eye and tilt your head to the right and then dim the lighting, it kind of looks like a swastika. But then like some people are like, no, that's definitely a swastika. You have a picture of that? No. I feel like it's one of those, you see what you want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look up a picture of that. I'm going to put it right here. You said that last time in one of our episodes. You didn't do it. What was it for? It was for Heaven's Gate. Uh huh. And it was for something. I don't remember. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was for the hotels. And you said you were going to show the inside of, I think, the Georgian or Knickerbocker, one of the hotels. You're like, I really want to see what that looks like on the inside. I'm going to look it up and put it right here. And then I was like, it's beautiful. And then you didn't. That's the episode we just edited. No, it's not. Haunted Hotels? It is? Yeah, it's the next ep- It's the next episode. That- that's the one that just came out last week, according to this podcast. Oh. What am I thinking of then? I have no idea. 
There's one. Clearly, that you I did. don't know because I didn't. I didn't put the image. There's there. one that you did that. That checks had out. to have been Heaven's Gate then, I guess. Probably, but you know, I follow the notes and then I put images where the notes are while I'm editing. So I'm just dumb. <laughs> um, so Montgomery, you could uh, you could always amend the notes yeah, after really? if you know there's a spot, and then uh, or while we're talking, just like put it in there. Beep 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 boop beep up beep boop 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 boop. Put put this. All right. Wait, I got this. Yeah, like highlighted or something. That's my name. Etan. Etan. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) It's illegible, but I will see it. So, (laughs) Montgomery continues that the other thing that doesn't help us is that the inscription on the stone says New World Airport Commission. And people rightly say that that doesn't exist. Well, that's because it doesn't exist, but it did exist in 1994. It was a group that was celebrating the opening of the airport. It's written a little wonky. It's supposed to read the new world or the new comma world airport commission. It doesn't help because it says new world right there. So what this is saying is that the new world airport commission doesn't exist. Yeah. People are like, if you look it up, it doesn't exist. Because it used to exist. It doesn't exist now. But they're saying because like it doesn't exist, they're like, they're like, but it doesn't exist. So it has to mean like new world. Yeah. Fucking whatever the conspiracy theory is called. New New world World order. Order. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the fuck is that? Dude, I had a really spicy burger. Please. Did someone win a soccer game or something? <laughs> oh my god. Of course this would happen. Um, what I was gonna say is that the excuse of like the, the comma it seems like a very easy out. Also the new comma world the new World Airport Commission. It's the brand new. Like that's not even like it wouldn't. No. It wouldn't even be. That wouldn't be grammatically correct. Anyway. Yeah. Sus. So, yeah. Sus. In 2007, three years before his death, Charles Onsbacher, the New World Airport Commission's chairman, attempted to explain the commission's moniker in an interview with Westworld, which is a local newspaper. It's like a local, local, local like pop culture newspaper. Got it. Westward, not Westworld. That's a TV show. I was like, so weird. <laughs> Westward. Um, so, so it's not aliens, it's robots. He couldn't remember exactly why it was named something that, for many, conjures an image of an authoritarian elitist takeover, but he suspected it was a dual reference, both to DIA being the newest airport in the world and to Dovrak Symphony Number no. 9, popular known as the New World Symphony. Isn't every new airport the newest airport in the world? At one point. At the point that it's the new <laughs> airport. Isn't that the new? Yeah. These people are full of shit. Yeah. They're hiding something. And I don't like it. Anyway, did you ever tell you this one time when I was the youngest person in the world? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you're probably tied for that. <laughs> Do you like, think to the millisecond? Probably. I mean, how many babies are born per millisecond? I don't think it's like more than two per millisecond. 
But the odds, that would I be feel like the odds are pretty insane. high. Insane. That's a lot of fucking babies. That's a lot of non-fucking babies. Well, I mean, I don't think I don't think every like Lots millisecond of babies. <laughs> I would hope so. Um, I don't think to the millisecond like every, babies are being born every like millisecond, but the odds like it, I feel like it's close enough where the odds of you being born on that day at that time it's probably pretty close. Never mind, you're way right. I just on Google. Um, 4.3 births per second. That's wild. Yeah, so th- there's a likelihood that you are born at the same time as somebody else. Which would mean you'd be the youngest person on Earth for like a fucking millisecond. <laughs> I'll take it. For like 25 milliseconds. Yeah. So was I wrong? No. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. So, uh, my last quote here is from Ansbacher himself, mm-hmm. who said, the idea that there's anything secretive, secretive about this is totally preposterous. Sounds like something somebody with a lot of secrets would say. I. I. Need to take a wee break. So do I. Um, but good news is we're at the end of our first conspiracy. So when we come back, we will lead in with Illuminati headquarters. Ooh. Ooh. It's on the moon, isn't it? In DIA. Oh. Okay. Thank you so much for being here. We'll catch you in a second. Plane spot of the moon. <laughs> Go to hell. I think I I think I go too early, but you, it's fine. It's okay. We'll line it up. We'll line it up. The rest of the video will be out of sync, and you know what? Deal with it, suckers. Or the rest of the video will be out. You know, while I was peeing, I had, while I was weeing, sorry, sorry for our children listeners, I was weeing, not peeing. Um, there was a joke there somewhere in the hidden in plain sight. Nice. Yeah. It's airport. There's planes. (laughs) Was that the joke you were making to begin with? No. Okay. I just don't know, and didn't, and I was peeing, I was like, damn it, there's a joke there somewhere. I don't know what it is, but there was definitely a, a, Golden opportunity. I for thought you meant like a penis was hiding in plain sight. You couldn't see it. So small. Nice. That's what I thought you were going with that. <laughs> There's a joke here. I was like, <laughs> dude, self roasting. Oh, really? I was confused. I'm like, you self roasting over here? What's up? I'm gonna, I'm gonna crack this beer, and I'm mad at you. Ready? Three, two, one. That was a silent. That was good. You know, cheers. Cheers for the people. Cheers. Oh, okay. Everyone log on to YouTube to Ethan's gonna sh- prove us wrong. Prove this joke wrong. Or else your dick's a joke. Oh my I'm god. I'm okay with that. I know what I'm about. Okay, so. So. Oh. Let's go to I the I have another moon. editing note. <laughs> I won't say it on her. What is your editing note? That you should play the hold music on Spotify or like on like the audio. What do you mean? Like when we do our wee breaks or whatever? Uh-huh. You should put the whole music there. So you don't. Yeah, I do. You don't? Yes, I do. And I absolutely do. So uh, Both of the I, notes that I've had for him, he's like, I've, they're not, it's not right. That's not I true. export the audio and video in the, at the same time. One's just audio, one's video. I export them both and upload one to... One of the episodes I listened to, it just kind of cut to the next one. Or maybe you just missed one. I don't know. But... I don't know. I definitely do that. 
I might just be crazy. <laughs> I think both of those notes you've caught like instances where like it was just like an error, like I, I messed up or something. Yeah. And you're like, you need to do that throughout every episode. You don't do that. I'm like, I do. I think you caught the one time I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely do that. It's like the one that stays in your mind. Just yeah. That. You notice it because it was different because it always happens. And the one time it didn't happen, you were like, what the that's, you're like, that's wrong. Yeah. He must never do that. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into the uh, Illuminati headquarters on the moon. The Illuminati hotties. Ooh, good band. Good, great band. Okay, so one of the main reasons why this conspiracy theory has so much staying power. That's copy and paste. <laughs> so much skin in the game. Yes, is one because would say. the airport was much more expensive than it was originally project- projected. So Ooh. how is the airport completed? Aliens. Conspiracy money. theorists point to Illuminati money, which some people believe was used to finish DIA's construction in exchange for the secret society using the property. Mm-hmm. According to the DIA website, rumors say that the first few buildings on the property were not built properly, but instead of demolishing them, the airport simply buried them and built more buildings on top, giving the Illuminati its own underground lair. I heard that before. How do you go about burying a building? Burying? Burying. Bear- is that what you said? Or they just oh, like gotcha, gotcha. built on top? Yeah, no, yeah. Well, I built on top is what it says, but that's basically what they'd have to have done, right? Just buried it. So. <laughs> I think you said, like, I don't know, you said burying, and I, I, I just pictured them, like, adding bears to a building. Just throwing some bears <laughs> on that shit. We buried that shit up. If I see a bunch of bears, I'm not going towards it. <laughs> To be fair. <laughs> You're like, how do we demolish this building? There's a bunch of bears, bears. in it. Uh, so. Yeah. So, yeah. Go into the way how they, they buried the building. According to the AA website, the first few buildings on the property were not built properly, but instead of demolishing them, the airport simply buried them and built more buildings on top. Yeah. How do you bury a building? You just dig a big ass hole and just push it in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very confused. That's what rumors say. DIA did not corroborate. They didn't okay, uh, so they, confirm this. They just said rumors say that. I guess what they could have done is they, because like a lot of time when they build large buildings, they will dig down to build like the lower levels up. Maybe they built those like the foundation like, and just the infrastructure. Yeah. yeah. And then maybe they were just like, well, that's fucked up. Let's just build something on top of like bury that. Pretend we never did it. Let's keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, I'm not a building scientist. I don't. I don't know. That's all I have for this. So. That's all. Yeah. That's all I have for the other. We didn't even talk about the moon. Oh, that's all. That's that's the end of the episode. Sorry. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still laughing about building scientists. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's next? One time when he was. Making me a drink or something. He was like, I don't know. I'm not a bar doctor. <laughs> I mean, the fact stands. I am not a bar doctor. I don't think anyone is. All right. So <laughs> Including let's look at me. these handsome devils. Ooh. It's, it's like a gargoyle, but he's, he's in his. Oh, we're talking about gargoyles. We're literally. T- that's the title of this section. The Gar- gargoyles. Yeah. He's sitting in a suitcase. So, did you ever watch the cartoon Gargoyles? 
That sounds hella familiar. It was a really good show. Was it just cartoon gargoyles? Yeah. Yeah. It, it came to life. Yeah. It, it was really like, I don't know, I liked, I liked the vibe and the color of it. It was really like dark. Hell yes. I do remember that. Good stuff. So, I go into why they're on suitcases and everything in here. So, we'll get into it. Okay. To some of the conspiracy theorists, this is a harbinger of something evil or nefarious, Montgomery says. But it's not. It's just a fun piece of art. The gargoyles themselves were sculpted by artist Terry Allen. Quote, I was invited to make a proposal. This was when Stapleton was still open, the old airport, Allen said to a reporter. Colin St. John, a thrillist. So that was the artist. He was just like, I was asked to make a proposal. So he said, quote, we all met there. And I remember there was a committee that included airport people, art people, even a nun. Right off, there was a religious aspect to it. He says that he started thinking about what airports and baggage claims actually are. And he said, quote, it might have been that nun that made me think these are like cathedrals. Um, and in that, he was referring to the massive failure that was DIA's state-of-the-art baggage system, which frequently misplaces luggage if you're lucky and shreds it if you aren't. <laughs> they really destroy luggage? <laughs> it said... <laughs> that all in the past tense so let's just hope not <laughs> got it uh, um aren't if you don't go aren't gargoyles aren't they like protection mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay yeah so quote the cathedral thing made me start thinking about gargoyles the idea was to put the gargoyles in a suitcase and have them lo- looming over the baggage claim as protectors just like they were used in churches I did one for domestic and then I did one for international which was pretty much lifted right off an image of Notre Dame and that sealed the title for me, Notre Denver. That sounded so scripted that I asked that question, and then you immediately gave me yeah, the information, really like yeah. <laughs> written down. I was just like, um, I could have waited ten seconds, and you would have given me that information. So when uh, Saint John asked Alan if he intended anything to be evil, he swiftly denied it and said, "It's actually the opposite. They're protectors. Gargoyles are good demons. They." face out from the church to keep the bad demons out. If I was being malicious, I could have done a lot more than what I did. I like that. Yeah. So nonetheless, people started to read into the gargoyles. So uh, there's a quote here that says people would reach up into the suitcases and put cards that said things like effigies of Satan or you're going to hell. And they put Bibles with stuff marked in them and all of these bizarre religious fanatic remarks about the gargoyles. That's fucking wild. Yeah. People would like, yeah. Oh, I would try and I would, like cleanse. I would them. love to be like, I, I would love my job to be just picking the shit out of those statues. Yeah, picking the shit out of them. Just picking the shit out of them. I picked that one and that one. <laughs> those people like know what gargoyles like actually stand for. Oh, right, the religious fanatics should know uh, that they were used. No, having learned as, nothing about. Religious it's, fanatics. It's like Trump supporters. They don't actually read the literature. They don't actually know what they're talking about. Yeah. So, in reality, they have historically been used as decorative yet functional downspouts, and in general, as longtime symbols of protection to ward off evil spirits. So, in DIA's case, in DIA's suitcase, if you will, <laughs> nice. They're playfully popping out of an open suitcase on pillars. Yeah, they look cool. Yeah, I like them. They're hella. They're hella cute. So. Yeah. I was going to say sweet, and then I was going to say cute, and it was going to come out swoot. Swoot. <laughs> Don't settle for substitutes. Or was it settle? Substitutes. Swettle for swapsitutes. Swettle for swapsitutes. That's what it is. Okay. We're ready to dive into the next one. 
You had, you had a lot more about Gargoyles than you did about the Illuminati headquarters, which is just so funny. That that theory is so much more like fleshed out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just there's so much more to that one. Yeah. Uh so the this is our handy dandy best friend, uh, uh Blucifer. Lucifer. It's a cute ass name. Yes. So this is the do not do nip the demonic horse of the Denver International Airport. Repeat that. This is the demonic horse of the Denver International Airport. Just wanted the listeners to be clear on what you just said. Oh, got it. <laughs> so the nun who may have inspired Alan's creation is Lydia Pena. So when he was saying that he went to this committee meeting and there was a nun there, there is this uh, sister of Loretto whose long career teaching in art history finally led her to gigs like serving on the architectural design committee for the airport. Quote, I got to know Luis Jimenez. He had a great personality, says Pena of the sculptor behind the blue Mustang, the 32 foot horse with vibrant, gleaming red orange eyes that greets travelers and causes some to have on the ground panic attacks, usually reserved for DIA's notorious turbulence. That's stressful. Yes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is a or it's huge, first of all, and it's horrifying to look at. So he's I know horse. horsifying. Yeah. Yes, I know you're going there. All right, thank you. Um, so the blue Mustang, also known as Blucifer. 32 feet is so large. Yes. Yeah, he's a 32-foot fiberglass sculpture by artist Luis Jimenez, located on Pena Boulevard, as you're going into like driving up to the airport. Pena Boulevard, is that is that named? No. no. I was like, is that I named after so. the nun? I know, yeah. So basically. That's a very like, pretty name, by the way. You know, like the Lydia Pena? Yeah. Yeah, that's really I like pretty. like the name. Um, you know, the big LAX sign, the like infamous LAX sign when you're going mm-hmm. to LAX? The blue Mustang is that for Denver. So, like, when you're driving up, that's what you see. Um, it was inspired by sculptor. Mesteño at the University of Oklahoma, but sinister events surrounding the sculpture have fueled conspiracy theories for years. This piece was commissioned by Pena's committee in the mid-90s, but Jimenez was still working on it June 13th, 2006, when a piece of the sculpture fell and severed an artery in his leg. The horse that killed its maker was finished by his estate and unveiled on February 11th, 2008. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, this is like all, it's so funny because this is all Denver lore. Like everybody knows this in Denver. Wait, a piece fell off and cut an artery in his leg? And it, yeah, he bled out. This That's demonic horse. fucked up. Yeah. So yeah, in case you didn't think this horse was sinister enough, it literally killed its maker. I didn't think it was sinister at all. Well, now you have some reason for thinking so. Yeah. Um, so since then, people have been concocting all sorts of wild theories about the horse's purpose. Because of its intense glare and imposing stature, the horse is a favorite target of crackpot theories, including the idea that it'll provide transportation for one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. It's fair. I feel like I've never actually, like, where is it? Like, if we're going to the airport, where is it? So, I don't know if you remember, but there are, they just, not just, but they put in these, like, um sculptures that just they go like this and it's just like literally it's basically like waves and then it's on a median so there's just like grass in the middle and then surrounding it is thing that things that go like this and then it's basically like right at the pinnacle of that and then it splits off so you have to be driving to the airport though which i never do yeah yep 
I think I may have like been in the vicinity of it, like to see it yeah. a couple of times, but like I've never actually looked at it because I'm not thinking about it like when I'm there. Yeah. You pass it in and out like yeah. while you're going in and when you're coming out, but it's not as, as easy to see when you're coming out. So like when you're going in is when you can see it and you can I feel see like it. Like definitely it's full, it's like, been like there, but 100%. Just, I've never actually like looked at it. Yeah. I've only seen pictures of it. So um, the red eyes in the Mustang sculpture are in homage to the artist's father who worked on neon signs which is really cute and i love that but it said um hindsight 2020 because it really could have been any color of neon said heather kaufman the director of arts and public events for dia so it could have been like neon green or blue or whatever you but also they went with red. really could have worked in neon anywhere else but the eyes yeah and why are they red dude yeah. why are they red like, make them orange, if anything. The fucking horse is blue. Make them Broncos colors. Exactly. Like, that's, that's what I was thinking. Like, also, like, why is the horse fucking blue? I know. It, it's, it's, like, less... Also, why is it a Mustang and not a Bronco? I don't know the difference. I'm not a horse doctor. Me, me neither. But it's honestly less sinister to me because it's blue. Like, I yeah. think that's why I, didn't, I don't look at it and see, like, something... The eyes are red. Yeah. But it's a blue horse. Um, I have a quote from Pena that says, he wasn't a mystery. He wanted a piece that was mysterious, and it is mysterious. So from my perspective, Luis Jimenez accomplished what he set out to do. Well, Rest in peace. R.I.P. Um, but, so somebody else, you said somebody else finished. His estate did. His estate did. Whatever that means. Yeah, I think it's like successors, whether in business or family. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So that that's the horse. It is the horse. Now we'll dive into the artwork. The artwork. So this is what it looks like, Ooh. which is really intense. And I'm not going to go into like the nitty gritty of it, but I'll tell you about all of it. Yeah, there it's it's a lot to like it's very busy. Yeah, so when you're when you're there, if you have a chance to ever like sit in front of the artwork, there's so much to digest and yeah. unpack. But it, it, there's a lot going on in all of them, and not a lot of it's good. You want to know what it makes me think of? So <laughs> it's, it's a lot of bad. Makes me think of the um, Parks and Rec. Yes, I was gonna say the, yeah, the, the pony, the pony stuff. With the, yeah, with the all the very horrific. Yes. Uh, was it uh, genocidal? Yeah. Murals. In, yes. In the city building. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what that makes that's, me think of. It's exactly what it makes me think of, too. So uh, for all public projects in the city of Denver, 1% of the budget for each project has been allocated toward public art to be put on display there. Does that make sense? Probably to somebody who was. So for fully all listening. public projects. It, yeah, the one person who's supposed to be fully listening was not listening. I was thinking of the murals, and then you started talking, and then I had to chime in halfway through that sentence, and then I, I yeah, I lost it. Sorry. For all public projects in the city of Denver, 1% of the budget for each project has to be allocated toward public art to be put on display there. So for every project in Denver that's built, mm -hmm. there has to be art. <laughs> yeah. So because of this, there's a lot of great artwork in DIA, but some of the art that plays... That some of the art there plays right into the hands of conspiracy theories. Yes, it do. 
There are two massive murals by Leo Tanguma, which have been theorized to foretell the actual purpose of the airport through messages hidden in the artwork. Just taking an initial look at Tanguma's work, titled Children of the World Dream of Peace and In Peace and Harmony with Nature, they show the darker sides that DIA has been theorized to be. Themes of death, genocide, and an apocalyptic single governmental world are seen clearly in the murals, despite the uplifting meanings that Tinguma says the messages are. That's fair. I mean, they they are very, uh, I would say, like, they're, I mean, they're they're graphic, but they're they're very uncensored, unfiltered ways of telling, like giving his message. So you can spin them to say, "This is what I'm trying to say." But by looking at it, you're like, that's a very unapologetic way of saying. Super explicit. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, maybe, maybe we need a little more of that. Let's just let's some, some very explicit art out all over the world. Maybe people will start listening. Or just drawing up conspiracy theories, obviously. Right, exactly. No, no one will listen. So, apparently, even if people are listening, you're just going to tell them that they're wrong. So... Shocking. Um, the meaning of Tanguma's murals is frequently divorced from the context of their creation, which tells a hopeful story of peace and environmental stewardship following the times of war and pollution. Conspiracy theorists focus only on a grim on the grim imagery, but not the rainbow-laden resolution. Yeah, that's fair. Basically, what you just said. Yeah, but I mean, it's also just like some people take it way too seriously, but like it is fun to just focus on because there's so much of like the darkness in those in the imagery yeah and there's there is little light in there to i mean give that message but yeah no one's gonna focus on that why would they okay so this is some under down under down <laughs> underground tunnelage under dan tunnelage mm-hmm. looks like a tunnel underground underground bunkers and aliens is the next section This is section six, so we're getting to the end here. So many believe that the building itself is a gathering place for governmental officials and the global elite in case of a nuclear Armageddon, widespread widespread biological warfare, or, well, any cataclysmic cataclysmic reckoning, possibly aliens. Cataclysmic? Yep. 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 Possibly aliens. As if the aliens don't, like, wouldn't be able to just like that's where they are yeah yeah like i love that they're just like if aliens came go here or just hide just hide here i mean a lot of people are gonna hide out in colorado for some god knows reason during the apocalypse or anything that's scary um i mean there's a lot of open land i yes. think um mountains uh good places to bunker down and obviously, you want to be closest to the, the, you want to be close to the uh, high-ranking officials, the elites, because they're going to try to protect that area. So you want to be close to that. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Rumors surrounding the apocalypse are probably some of the biggest conspiracy theories about the airport. Yes, there are underground tunnels in the airport, including a train that runs between concourses and a defunct automated baggage system. But the true nature of the tunnels is believe, believed to be more nefarious. According to the DIA website, some have theorized that the tunnels also contain underground bunkers, possibly built by lizard people or aliens, that will serve as a safe place for the world's elite during the apocalypse. 
Wait, are are lizard people really considered different than aliens? Yes. You're not going to go into that. I don't. I, don't, nope. I can't imagine. Are these people from Earth, like underground? So they wouldn't be aliens, right? Are, are lizard people from Earth? I think so. That doesn't sound true. I don't think it's true at all, so... I mean, I don't think that's worth... I don't know. I'll look into it. That'll be my fun tidbit at the end. I'll look into where... <laughs> the origins of lizard people. Here's a picture. I thought they were aliens. Are they not? We're Googling this right now. Bear with us. They're Chilean aliens. Yeah, they're aliens. What? I always thought they they're were just They're a species of aliens. I just thought they were always underground, controlling the world. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, they're in Denver. But they're from, not they're from underground. They're, they live underground in Denver now. So other theories say that the tunnels directly lead to the North American Aerospace Defense Command, or NORAD, which is located only about 100 miles south of the airport in Colorado Springs. However, it seems like an expensive model of travel. So not to mention that... The new DIA has only been open for about 25 years, and it could possibly take decades to construct a tunnel of that length, according to the Denver Post. Yeah, but not if you had alien technology. It's true. Right. Pyramids. Lizards. Lizards. Many parts of the building underground are off limits, which is like big red flag instantly. Um, but it's because they're either safe or there are security reasons, which it's like, if you're going to say that there are security reasons, it's because you're hiding fucking shit down there or you're, yeah. You gotta so, be. No matter what, there's always something that's not made available to the public. Hmm. This fact feeds the fire of the underground tunnel conspiracy. Quote, the airlines leave space from us so that they have a lot of office space workspace down in the tunnels. That is their space, not ours. They pay for it, said Montgomery. So effectively. The airlines own the space underneath the airport so that they can work down there? Question Uh When asked by Colin St. John of Thrillist, Curtis Fentress, the, CIA, the CEO and principal in charge of design at Fentress Architects, the uh, architect company that designed DIA itself, when he was asked if there are any underground tunnels or secret bomb shelters, he replied with an astonishing, well, I can't really speak to it. I'm sworn to secrecy. I like that. During this interview, he also hinted that there could be more answers, but that we might have to wait until 2094. Quote, there's a time capsule. When the time capsule comes out. There with a lot of interesting things in it, he said. Some plans, drawings from the airports. Airport. Yeah. All right. And our last one. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Our last one is called up. Our last one is called Oh and Also. <laughs> so, this is a picture of one of the advertisements that Denver International Airport itself has posted around the airport. <laughs> so it says, "Yes, Den's got some secrets." Since the airport's opening in 1995, there have been endless rumors and theories. People say that our underground tunnels lead to secret meeting facilities for the world's elite. Our blue horse is thought to have been cursed. Some believe we are connected to the New World Order, the Freemasons, and our home to lizard people. Learn the truth at denfiles.com. So, apparently there's evidence of aliens that are thought to be underground in the tunnels. Yeah. That's our last section. (laughs) That's the entire That's the entire section? Yep. Sick. Yeah. 
So I do have a couple closing statements here. DIA's website says, are we expanding the bunkers, revamping the lizard's lair, giving the gargoyles a much needed makeover? Uh, not exactly. But if that's what you want to believe, we're not going to hinder your imagination. So dream on, travelers. Dream on. I like it. And that, gentlemen, ends our Conspiracy Theories of Denver International Airports episode. Amazing. Or, I guess, research. Not the episode, but you can. Yeah. Yeah, it was super fun. I was was like, I was seriously like so scared about not getting this research done. And we had to film early this week. So I had to do it like ahead of schedule and everything and so much going on. And then he was like, just do that. And I was like, fuck. So I, it was like really late at night and I just pulled up a bunch of links for it. And it was like, this might actually be super easy. So the next morning I woke up super early and did it in like three hours. And I was so excited about it. So yeah, it was great. Usually my research takes me about like, six to nine hours i think i might have already said that but yeah i don't know yeah hmm not enough aliens more aliens i need more aliens next week come back with more aliens okay 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 that's all i got that's all i got well that's all i got you ready to go i am after a wee break oh do you not have a fun fact yeah i do after a wee break oh no, I think, are you ready to go? Like, are you ready to start your unpack? No. Yes, I am. I'm not ready to go. I'm ready to. Go, I'm, ready. I'm ready to go. We. I'm ready to go. We. And yeah. then come back and then. We. Welcome back. And. um, That's it. That's all I got. Welcome back. I like the little um song we did at the beginning of Welcome back to our fun facts. Something else. I don't know how to rhyme, but I do it all the time. Ooh, damn. Ooh, that was hot. (laughs) Nice. That's pretty good. All right. Okay. So uh, now we're going to dive into a little fun tidbit. Yes, one of them's. Um, and we're going to go in, oh, sorry, <sighs> these, these browsers these days, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 30, so I gotta, I gotta talk about the internet like I'm a thousand. Anyway. I don't always use the internet, but when I do, I browse. Nice. Did you just make that up? No. I didn't, no. I didn't think so. No, but the delivery had to have been there for that to have been good. So that was good. Was. That was good. So this week, we're going to dive into the mystery of why do seashells sound like the Sell ocean? the seashore? Why do seashells sell the seashore? They don't own it. They sell it. <laughs> That's how you say sell. <laughs> I was going to say something, but then it sounded, it sounded real bad. Just in a different kind. Co- what are you doing? I'm not, you beeping? No. Okay. You beep booping? You beep booping? You beep booping over there? I'm talking to my watch. I'm <laughs> uh, a robot. A robot? A Juno Juno robot? Juno robot. Nice. In case uh, you don't know, no my, one's gonna get that. <laughs> all my socials are Juno Wo. <laughs> it's like no one's gonna get that. Juno robot. Juno robot. Okay. Um, so, Junie, what's your guess on why seashells sound like the ocean? I said this in the last one, but I think that it's because, like, external noise. Okay, because seashells are pretty thin, external noise 
vibrates the shell and reverberates inside the shell because it's like a conch shape the same way that um sound reaches your ears because you have the conch shape to them i think that that's like that has something to do with what what do you think sergio i think because every seashell holds a little bit of ocean in its heart (laughs) (laughs) that's right (laughs) sergio is absolutely 100 percent correct that is that's it Wait, do you know the answer right yes, now? Yes, I knew the answer. Okay. Well, I mean, I know the answer, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through this. I mean, it's not that. It's not a lot of... Uh, I just want to... Don't say... I don't want to say anything incorrect. Don't mind the ads on my screen right now. I should just start bringing up all of my articles and just reading them word for word. Uh, I just don't want to say anything incorrect. You don't, though. You just miss things. I, apparently, I don't. I've gotten told by no one that I miss things. Oh, someone commented on our YouTube on uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer one that he definitely eats people. Yeah. Oh. Or he definitely ate people. I think it's like his last, I Googled it. It's like his last like 15 victims or something. Like he definitely. Like, his last 15? He only killed 17 people. Oh. Then maybe that wasn't a one. But it's like his last, he said like it was like the tail end of like where he started like eating all of them. Not like all of them, but he started like eating parts of all of his victims. Yeah. That. Anyway, re- regardless, it doesn't matter. Um. I'll usually write notes, but um, this is easier. Sure. Go ahead. Anyway. Um, it is, it is, everyone's, you know, it, you grow up thinking it's the sound of the ocean, which would be very beautiful to think that, you know, it's carrying the ocean sound in its heart. It's but, not, it's a, it's a teeny tiny portal to hell. It's a teeny tiny portal to hell that you're, so when you put your ear up to your, your part of your, your soul just starts like, like a, like a dementor sucking your soul oh. out. It just starts coming out. So like. I was thinking it was just like really, really small, like. Got it. But it ends up translating into like a. Yeah. Notion noise. Um, it's just like a bunch of those. So it's just like. When you mistake that for the sound of the ocean. Yeah. Well, sound of the ocean is the sound of all those souls lost in, at sea. Crying. Up to you. Did you not know that? That was in the last episode. Right? This is <laughs> this is way more horrifying than the actual fact. Um, you know, the actual fact of it is that it's uh, the sound of air. It is not external sound um, because uh, the shell has very hard surfaces, which, like you were saying, they have thin surfaces, but they're also actually very very hard, and air gets trapped into them. So any air that enters. Um, just sort of bounces around inside the shell and that makes a sound which is weird to think about that air just moving from one like just bouncing around makes a sound wind makes a sound well yeah but yeah yeah it does kind of oh it does well I mean I know it does but like (laughs) like wind itself doesn't make a sound it makes it exactly Anyway, it's weird to think about, like, not a sound, you know, like, like you were saying, like, a sound hits the shell and reverberates, like, wind doesn't make a sound, wind makes, like, it hits something else, and that's what's making that sound. Right, which is exactly what's happening within the shell. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I'm saying it's not sound reverberating, like, from, yeah. it's not, like, a noise, and that sound hits the shell and reverberates. It's wind hitting the end, like hitting the walls and the walls are making the sound because something's hitting it and it's just reverberates through that. So it's not exact, you know. Oh, I'm not trying to say that I was right. 
I'm just saying, I don't think it's weird to think that. Just that you were wrong. Wind makes a sound. <laughs> I was saying I was right. Well, wind makes other things make sound. Which is exactly what happens in a show. Though I don't think that's, that's weird. That's what I... <laughs> Speaking of nothing, Gigi said both of y'all are stupid. <laughs> and that... It was no, she didn't. The Do Re Mi Fa No, she didn't, and no, it wasn't. She did not say we were stupid. She said y'all were dumb as fuck. (laughs) It was not how the where you never said anything about. The listeners have no idea what we're talking about right now because we're not actually giving a reference. You just said it. Yes, they do because they listen to all of our episodes religiously and they know that we. Even if they did, they would not know what exactly what we're talking about because you never mentioned Heaven's Gate or the names of the people we're talking about. Oh. We're just arguing. <laughs> we're arguing about a reference outside of what they know. Yeah, no. She said that she knew exactly what I was talking about when I said that their names were T and Doe in the Heaven's Gate episode because they were fans of musical theater. And then Sergio and Ethan were both like, "What does that mean?" And I had to explain it. But she said that she also thought that it was implicit. Yep, she's also an asshole. <laughs> so we're not done. It's rude. She didn't say you were dumb. She did say we were dumb. Did she she? Say, yeah, she didn't say we were stupid. She said we're dumb. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's okay. We are dumb. We um, go dumb dumbs. That's why we have a podcast where we learn stuff. Um, okay. Well, actually, the, uh, the sound that a shell makes um, is dependent on the size of the shell. Makes sense. Yeah, it all makes sense. Um, what? Because you're selling seashells by the seashore. Nice. Thank you. I don't know if the mic picked up the dollars and cents part because you were far away and you whispered it, but. Also, sand dollars. <laughs> sand dollars. Sand dollars. Uh, so anyway. Um, Send sand dollars. Bigger shells have lower pitch sounds. Because the time it takes, like, to bounce back and forth. So do bigger saxophones. It's like I'm trying to tell, tell them something, and they're just like, sounds. yeah, of course, because of this. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm trying to explain something, you're just like, yeah, give me something I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of this episode. I got nothing else. That was really good. Thank you, I learned a lot. I didn't enjoy that segment at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought they had hearts. I guess I was wrong. Uh, I mean, in our hearts, meaning mine and Sergio's. Oh, hearts, I don't have one of those. You do. It's just cold. And dead. No, it's not dead. It's dead. Just cold blood runs through it. Throw um, Finn in this room. Throw your little puppy and, we'll, and, and say you don't and have a heart. into the Grinch when his heart grows a, a couple sizes and it freaks out. Um, but anyway, in our hearts, we know that um, seashells have the ocean in their hearts. They have their, their mother in their hearts, just... Mother al- ocean. Always aching to go back home. And that... What are you doing? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, and that's the episode. Again, if uh, Junie missed anything. I didn't say that at the top. I know you didn't. You said again. What? Again, because we say it every episode. But I didn't say this episode. But we say it every episode. Not this one. Well, that's what I'm saying it now. 
So again, <laughs> if Junie missed anything, or if I... Apparently, everyone knows everything that I was going to say, so... Um, <laughs> If there anything we anything if there is anything that we got wrong or missed throughout this episode, or you just want to say hi, you can email us at hello at mntpodcast.com. Or if you have your own conspiracy theories about DIA. Yeah, if you're from Denver and you Denver. Have Denver. If you're from Colorado. Um, you know, just um send us a big fuck you. It may be in the comments. Put those fingers down. There it is. There it is. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll see you next week. Um, hope you enjoy d- this. 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 I hope you enjoy this. That's going to be the soundbite at the end of every episode. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. Uh, also, like, rate, subscribe. Watch us on YouTube. If you're watching us, uh, watching us on YouTube and want to just listen to us, uh, listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever find you your podcast. If you are listening on any of those podcast uh, uh, sources, feel free to watch us on YouTube if you want to see any of the pictures that we said throughout this episode. If we any of the pictures that we referenced throughout this episode, they're going to be on your YouTube. Also, if you just want to see more of us, you can go to mntpodcast.com and learn more about us, see our faces. Get our contact information, stalk us on Instagram and Twitter at Misfits and Tidbits, and we will see you next week. Have you ever thought about doing auctions? Yes. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Catch new episodes of Misfits and Tidbits every Monday. Me. <laughs> <laughs>